kind of gross about making money off the back of work you're doing to try to do good in the world? If you do, you aren't alone. And that's exactly what Sarah Yantich and I talk about in today's episode of the Biz Podcast. Welcome to the Biz Podcast, where we're going to talk about running a business you love while still having the life you want. I'm Lara Wellman, and together we're going to talk about dreams, goals, and strategies, but even more importantly, mindset, boundaries, breaking the rules, and getting out of your own way. Welcome to the podcast today, Sarah. I'm really excited to have you here. Aw, thank you so much, Lara. First, tell everybody who you are and what you do. I am Sarah Yantich, and I'm the CEO of Resonate with Sarah, which is a Facebook and Instagram ads agency whose mission is to help transform the planet for the better. Amazing. And we are going to talk about a belief that I know I've seen come up a lot for people that can sort of stop you in your tracks from making money. And that's the idea that if you're a spiritual person, if you're doing good in the world, like you're not supposed to want money for it. Right. Yeah. I think this is a problem that goes way back where people have this feeling that like if they're truly spiritual, then they have to be paupers, then they have to be monastics that want for nothing and that wear minimal sort of fancy clothes. And I totally get all that. Like there's a non-materialism. I think that's important, but that's not serving us when it comes to making the impact on the planet that we need to make in a mostly capitalistic society. So how did that impact your business and how did you start shifting feelings around that? Oh my gosh. Yeah, because I did not grow up with money. I grew up with a single mom in a trailer in Southern Missouri. (laughs) So it did not come naturally to me to think that I was worthy of making enough money or that it was okay morally and spiritually to make more money. And that transition happened over the course of the last couple of years after I started this agency. I did have, before I started getting into this entrepreneur world, I did have a job making good money. I have a master's degree in social work policy, and I had a a job making low six figures in government policy. So I had gotten accustomed to a certain lifestyle that I needed to continue. But in terms of like being able to charge money directly from individuals who may say that they can or can't afford it or whatever, that's like a huge sort of switch that needs to happen in one's own mindset and one's heart and mind in order to sort of make that leap. Because we want to do good, right? We want to go and help people and we see people who could use our help. And it's hard sometimes to figure out how to feel like you are doing good Mm -hmm. and still make enough money to create the life you want. Yeah, exactly. So one of my mantras every morning, whenever I am doing like my meditation, yoga, dance, whatever thing I'm doing is fill my cup so that I may fill the cups of others. So I don't think of, I don't bring money in and then hoard it and stick it in my savings account, although I need to do a little more of that to pay my taxes. <laughs> it's I bring in money so that then I can pay my team generously so that I can give them bonuses when I feel gratitude so that I can pay, you know, I live in Costa Rica now and I have somebody helping me around the house and I want to be able to pay him generously. I like to buy local when I you know, go to the farmer's market and spend money with the local artisans and the local farmers. So when I think of bringing in money, I'm thinking of myself as a channel and as a conduit. And I think of money as energy and how can I bring it in so that I can then put it out in the directions that I think are good and beneficial to the world. 
Yeah, because money inherently, there are a lot of people who think of it almost as a bad thing, but there are a lot of good things you can do in the world with money. A lot of good things in the world that you can do with money. I remember being in college and thinking money was bad and thinking the desire to make money was sort of inherently evil. And that is the kind of mentality that's going to keep us being, I don't know, the, the, the do-gooders of the world that's going to keep us down. We've got to reframe our mindset around money more generally about what it means to make money. And part of doing that is thinking of money more energetically instead of thinking of it as this super capitalist, you know, if you make money, that means that you're oppressive. And instead think of it as when I make money, I am creating more abundance in the world that I can share. Yeah. I mean, and even for me, making more money means that I am showing other business owners how they can do the same in their lives, right? There's like the role model factor. There's the fact that you can hire people. There's the fact that if you have created the life you want, you have money to go and give back and spend more on the things that really matter to you. Yes. And you know what, when you said that, it reminded me too, this like this online entrepreneur world that we are in is largely woman dominated. And so you're role modeling for other women how to like step into their own power and to step into their own abundance. And how amazing is that given the capitalist framework that we were so averse to for so long is patriarchal. Like I've got goosebumps and that I think that means it's true, but <laughs> was so patriarchal. And now I'm not saying that we want to use the master's tools to dismantle the master's house, but I'm saying let's reframe Let's reinvent what the master's tools are. Let's reinvent that and create something brand new. So and we I, have I, that, that opportunity, right? The world is changing. The fact that you are running a Facebook ads agency that is spiritual in nature, that you want to give back to the world, and you've been able to run it from Costa Rica. It's kind of magical that that's the time we're living in where we have the opportunity to create all of these things. Yeah, it's wild. It's amazing. I'm still every day, like metaphorically pinching myself. Like, <laughs> did I really make this happen in less than two years? Yeah, whenever I talk to you now, you're out in the jungle in your open air home creating this life that's beautiful while still making money and helping other people make money and doing good in the world in a way that feels authentic and connected for you. You know, it's so interesting too, just kind of going into the anti-hustle topic. I'm used to working like 10 hour days and just working my ass off to the bone, especially because I have a team and I don't want to burn them out. So I'll take on as much as I can so I don't burn them out. And I came here and found out that my kid could only be in school from 8 a.m. until 1.30. And I don't like to work when he's around because that means I have to park him in front of a show or something. So I'm like, okay, so I have to condense my work hours dramatically while still not burning out and still not burning out my team. And it's working. And I'm able to take on clients, pay my team well, have them do a lot of the work without burning out and still keep my workday pretty condensed. I feel like there's a lot is possible in this world that I didn't know was possible a year ago. It is. I mean, I love to talk about that with people because we do. We think it has to be hard. We think it has to be difficult. And yet when circumstances change we're able to do a lot of what we did before in less time and everything still works. Yeah. It's almost like you have to be forced a little bit. I'm also a single mom. You know what I mean? Like I was rendered a single mom at some point during all of this journey, you know, all these factors that seem insurmountable over the course of your journey. And it's like, I don't know how I'm going to get through this. And you might not have any idea 
how you're going to get through it, but you will. And then once you get to the other side, it's like, wow, what a creative solution that happens that I had no clue about, (laughs) you know? And part of that is just staying open and staying curious and knowing that the solution may come in a package that you didn't realize. So much is possible. So if we come back to the idea that like, if you're very spiritual and you're a giving person, you shouldn't want to make money. And that comes from that sort of mother Teresa and like, I gave up everything mentality. How much of that do you see? Like, do you see it shifting in a big way? Or are we sort of the small disruptors coming in and starting the change? I think it is shifting in a pretty big way. When you think about some of the spiritual figures of our time right now, like Eckhart Tolle, who wrote A New Earth and the Power of Now, right? And I think he's one of the more popular modern day sort of monastic philosophers that a lot of households know now. And he's running Facebook ads. I'm not running his Facebook ads, but I'm available if he would like me to run his Facebook ads. <laughs> just putting it out I've there. Seen it, yep. I've seen a few things that I could improve on, just letting you know. But <laughs> so, I mean, even he's running Facebook ads and he's got a monthly membership thing that you can have more access to him. And I think it's something like low, like 27 or 37 or 47, somewhere in that range per month. And I'm sure that through that, he's able to generate enough income to be able to pay the people around him to help him continue doing the work that he needs to do. And then I've got a couple clients that are similar, that are sort of those more spiritual figure monastic types who have entered this realm of it's okay to make money. And they also pay their teams well. And they also create the life around themselves that enables them to continue to be that channel. So I think that's really cool. But I I know that there are still some folks who struggle. There's one woman that I had a call with. It was over an hour. I was so in love with her. I wanted to work with her so bad. And she was very, very tied to her old belief system that she couldn't make money. And it broke my heart because I just was like, but if you could make money, then you could pay me to then get your book out there to more people to make a bigger impact in the world. And And we get stuck. We get stuck. I mean, you and I have both done a lot of work that helps us get unstuck. And then there's another layer of getting unstuck sometimes, but you have to, like, part of this is really believing that you can create wealth and be doing good in the world and that it's all good. It's not inherently Mm -hmm. evil. I do. I really think that so many money beliefs keep us from making money. Like that's the biggest thing. The biggest reason that a lot of the women I see online in business, the biggest reason they're not making money is because they're like, money shouldn't come to me. Like they're the ones stopping it really. Well, that's so interesting because the two examples I gave of the spiritual figures who are taking it on, doing Facebook ads, bringing in money, and I think they're doing it in a very authentic, genuine, good way. And the one example I have of somebody who's not willing to do that is a woman. Mm. And I think she's every bit as amazing, if not more, than these dudes that I'm talking about. Like, she is everything. And she's still got this limiting, I think, you know, I don't want to impose that on her, but I believe it's a limiting belief. I don't know whether it's about a self-worth or if it's about how she's perceived or what. So what do you want, probably mostly the women who are listening, to know? What do you want them to know as they're thinking about their journey and making money and feeling good about it? You know, we talk so much about self-love and self-care and like take a bubble bath, get a massage, do all these things. But it's also, I think that a big part of that self-worth piece is opening the door to making money. It's not just staying home and watching Netflix and, you know, eating your favorite meal. It's also that self-worth piece is huge. 
And I think that it's a really pesky little thing that we've got going on as women that we need to work on is that I am worthy. I am worthy inherently. I am inherently worthy. Yes. And all the work that we do has value, like monetary value. And that's another one I hear from people, right? Like, I love this work so much. I would do it for free, but like, you can't do it for free. Then you would have no house. (laughs) Right. And you've got a kid to support and you want that kid to go to the best school and to eat the organic food and to thrive. Like, will you do it for your child? I mean, that's the other thing is that I wonder how much of what I'm doing now is because I found self-worth because of my child. And that might be part of what women end up doing. And that's okay. Not all women have children. Not all women need to have children. But there's something I think about, like you have a kid, or maybe if you don't have children, there's somebody in your life that you love deeply, that you support in some way, that you could be like, would I want this for them? How can I be a channel for that? And then that starts to shift you into, I'm worth this because I am a channel that can sort of spread this love, this abundance in the form of cash. (laughs) And I had to do a bit of that, right? And for me, the mindset shift or trick or whatever we want to call it for me was to say that not making more money was selfish because I can do more, right? Like if I'm not willing to make more money, then I am doing a disservice to the world. If it was just for me, I'd be like, oh no, that's fine. (laughs) Absolutely. I mean, totally. And that was part of raising my rates too. It's like, but I really want to be able to pay my team members really well so that they feel joyful about the work because they'll do a much better job if they feel joyful about the work. There's so many reasons why it is not selfish to bring in more money, whether it be for your kids, whether it be for your team, whether it be for the local economy. The only thing that maybe could be selfish about it is the old patriarchal capitalist paradigm that's like, hoard your money, hoard your money, hoard your money, count it, count it, count it, like Scrooge (laughs) sort of mentality. But we don't have that. And we need to realize that we are not Scrooge. Awesome. So where can people find you if they want to find out more about you? So my website's a lovely place to come. It's resonatewithsarah.com. And my name is no H. So resonatewithsarah, S-A-R-A.com. Instagram, Facebook. I'm on all of those places. Awesome. And we'll link up all of those things into the show notes so people can come and find you and learn more about what you do and how you help people with their Facebook ads. And I so appreciate the time you took to chat with me today. It was absolutely my pleasure and a delight. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. 